Welcome to the Inside Out podcast. This week I get the chance to sit down with Negan. Negan has also got Moldier syndrome and I wanted to dive in a little bit deeper and find out about her experience with Moldier syndrome and what the variances from my experience were. It was a really insightful chat and I hope that you guys like it. Enjoy. Welcome to this week's episode of the, the Inside Out podcast. Um, this week we have our guest, Negan, who, uh, for context for everybody uh, that listens, uh, Negan and I both know each, know each other through um, like our Facebook group, uh, Sormoldy Syndrome, which, of course, everybody knows what that is by now. I mean, I've, I've spoke at length about it, but Megan also has the same thing and she's kindly enough agreed to, to be on the, the podcast and, and talk a little bit about that, but also a little bit about herself. So welcome, Megan. Thanks very much for coming on today. Hi, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. So if, if you want to uh, to just to kind of fill everybody in a, a little bit about yourself and, and, and maybe like... Um, that the Admolde syndrome and maybe uh, go into that a little bit. Um, sure. Well, right now I'm in school to do a library technician, cool. and I work in the library right now. And yeah, that's <laughs> it. Nice. What about uh? So like, and um, you are you're in what school was it? Is it in th- in th- um, I'm in on college. college? Nice. Yeah. To, yeah. Awesome. And uh, you're like, so you were, of course, born with Moldy syndrome as well. So um, yeah. that's something that we we talked a little bit about, and then like a lot of the people uh, on our groups that we know talk about the same kind of thing. So uh, it's, it's it's interesting because like I told my story about it, and like I know how it's affected me. I mean, of course, like physically going through the alterations, mm-hmm. uh, and then of course, yeah. like there's the whole mental side as well, which we all deal with in our own ways. And um, because it's such a visible yeah, thing, definitely. right? Um, yeah. So, like, uh, you had what was the what, what sort of like surgeries uh, had you? You had uh, like, can you tell me about your experience yeah. in terms of the surgeries and your yeah. sort of life in terms yeah. of that? So I was actually born in the U.S. Okay. and in Florida. And when I was born, they didn't know what I had. Like, didn't know anything about wow. it. And my mom is Canadian, so they found someone in Toronto mm-hmm. that specializes in facial differences. Okay. And so we all moved to Canada for that, basically. Oh, wow. So you're... The health I guess. Like, it's a lot less expensive here. In the States. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you were born in in the US, and then you knew about the professional in Toronto uh, who could possibly (laughs) help with that. So your whole family just went ahead and moved here? Yeah, and the whole family. Yeah, yeah. When I was five and six, they did a smile surgery. And... Yeah. So you had the surgery when you were five, uh, five and six. So did you? Was yeah, it similar yeah. to mine in the sense that you you had like one surgery on one side, and then exactly. uh, there's the, the whole the recovery time after that, and learning how to use the muscles, and then yeah, exactly the same like thing that. on the other side as well. Yeah, 
So it's yeah, like takes yeah. pretty much like two years, give or take, to get it. Yeah, it's a long process. Yeah. yeah. Can you remember much of that? I remember being in circuits mm-hmm. and I don't remember a lot, but I do remember being in the hospital mm-hmm. and I remember the afterwards being in school and I couldn't go to recess because my face had to heal, mm. you know. But you were in school, everyone's going through recess and it's like you couldn't do that because you were obviously... And then I remember what night yeah, was it, like, and I was like, you couldn't go and play soccer or anything like that, of course. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't want to take any chances of something happening. So yeah. I just didn't, yeah. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's it's not, it's something that's tough to, it takes, it's tough and it takes yeah. a long time to actually heal from it. It's not, it's not something. And this was the 90s too, so it was, it wasn't that new. Mm-hmm. Okay. you know, surgery. Yeah. Uh, do you remember much like after? So like, so you had the both the surgeries, and and then like once, it you know, and of course as I said, it takes some time to heal. But like after after it healed up, did you remember like learning? Because you know, of course you have to remember. Uh, sorry, learn how to use the muscles on both sides. Do you, do you remember like having difficulty with that, or do you remember like? Um. That? I remember going to see specialists and like having speech therapy and all that. Okay. Um, but I don't remember a lot of it. So young, yeah. Young, I don't yeah. remember a whole yeah. lot as well, and it was only because like I saw saw some photographs and I had to like I spoke with my family to to like try and understand things because of course you remember yeah. like small parts and it's like. It, it's hard to piece it together some sometimes, you know. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. What was it when when you so when you had like the so I I think I meant to ask this earlier, but when you had the the surgeries on both sides, like uh, when did you notice like when you went to the the this because I remember when I went to the speech therapist, for example, and I and I hated mm-hmm. going like I didn't like it at all, and and I used uh-huh. to be like, oh no, I need to go to this again, and it was like. Probably, I don't. I can't remember how often I went. I really don't remember that part. But I used to remember I hated it. Um, but I guess it helped in the end. But like it was, I used to hate it so much. Do you do you think that it made that sort of stuff made a difference for you? Actually, I liked. You liked it. <laughs> to it. Cool. Because they they came to my school. Oh, all right. So, That's convenient. Like I think half half an hour each day or each week. I would go oh, wow. to a class and see them or something like that. Oh, right. wow, yeah. And then, like, at the end, we play a board game. So <laughs> it was fun. As a kid, I'm... that's like, yeah, I'll do this. As long as we get to play games after it, it's fine. I know. <laughs> we'll do anything. <laughs> yeah. What was it like, like, after that? Like, you know, when you went through, so you were going to the, therapy, uh, the speech therapist, sorry. And, um, like, after, like, when you got older, let's say, like, eight, nine, ten, older. Okay, the thing is... I only had speech therapy for one year. One year, okay, so, okay, got you. She so had that for yeah. a little bit after the surgeries. Then I guess. Yeah. I guess they thought I was fine after. Oh. So, <laughs> um, That's good. <laughs> what was uh, What was yeah. it like with your like your like for me when I was I remember when I was younger it was uh, there was things like um, when you meet new people like. Uh, 
the, I used to get really nervous with that type of thing where I was meeting new people and and of course like mm-hmm. as you as everybody knows by now it's like you it's very visible like it's something you can see right away like uh someone with Moldy syndrome and it's not meaning it's a bad thing or anything it's just like it's easy to be self-conscious about that yeah, like, yeah. I mean I'm I'm self-conscious about it even to this day as well so it doesn't it's not like it goes away but like um did you find that sort of thing difficult like meeting the thing is as as a kid I was shy but I was a lot better mm-hmm. at it and then once I got into high school it all went downhill from there oh really um yeah, kids aren't the nicest. Um, They're not. The kids are so yeah. cruel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had really bad social anxiety as a teen. Oh, wow. And I still have it now, but I'm a lot better now than I was as a teenager. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, it's, it's stressful meeting new people. Yeah, that. yeah, I can so, imagine. I, I, I had the, uh, and I, I'm not sure if you heard those, uh, like the podcast before, but basically, like I mentioned about that sort of thing as well. Like, I, to the point, I didn't want to go to school and stuff like that type of thing. So, me was like, yeah. it was very, very stressful. Like, I don't suffer so much as so social anxiety now, but I do back mm. then definitely because it was so hard to go into school and see and and you know like you say kids are very cruel they don't think about what they're saying they just say it and it's very hurtful uh, uh, it is, yeah. and it's so like how did you how did you sort of deal with that at the time and you don't need to go into like the specifics of it but like the at the time like did you just uh... Not well, because the high school I went to was very small. Okay. I think there was like 400 kids, and I think I was the only different mm. one. So it was tough. And yeah. I don't know. In grade 12, I was hardly at school because I had um, co-op. So I was outside the school a lot, which is great because I didn't want to be there. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so what was it that you had? Sorry, I never caught the name. I don't know if you know it. Co-op. It's like, it's like, uh, what do you call it? It's like you go somewhere to learn experience. I oh, okay. So it's like another so way of I learning, learned... but not within the traditional yeah, yeah. environments of school. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was like something that you like agreed with like your family or something? Or was it... or? Well, it's a school class you can take. Ah, see. So I took it. So you I took it twice. Took it twice because like you wanted to get. Yeah. But you didn't want to be there that much, so it was like to get to get no, this class would get you out of there. Yeah, ah, exactly. Okay. okay. What yeah. was it like when you were like in school? Like, was it was it like? Because for me, like as I said before, when I was going to school. Like I used to be, because it, I mean, it obviously depends on what kids were in what classes as well, right? Like, so if there was, if there yeah. was like a good bunch of people, I was like, yeah, sure, I don't mind going to this class. But then when it was certain people at the other other classes, like I used to get really nervous about that. Like, I really, I can remember going into the class, like, oh man, I need to sit because the classrooms were, were small at high school. It's not like you could avoid them or anything. It was like you were there, yeah, and it sucked mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot. And uh, like, so Neil, the way I dealt with it was just um, 
well, you just sort of have to do it, right? Like, because everybody forces you to go to school, your parents, and, you know, if you're not there, the school call your parents or whatever, and then you get sound out right away, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. What I hated the most was doing, like, when you had to go do um, projects that in front of the class. Oh, yeah. Like, you had to... Like, I would hide in the bathroom because I would be terrified of doing that. What is that? So, like, doing so a presentation I, type thing, like, in front of the class? Yeah, presentation. Oh, yeah. man. So, I would not go to class because I would be so scared of doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can remember <laughs> having that feeling as well. <laughs> yeah, being the centre of attention, you know, when you're talking, like, everybody's looking at you. Like, that's the way I thought about it as well. So I didn't like it. I wonder. <laughs> Is, did you have any, like, because I know, like, so the, and um, any other, like, so for me, like, I've also got, like, a, a club foot. I've also had some, like, couple surgeries on my, my eyes as well. Like, oh, so yeah. Do you have any of that sort of, any other? Well, I was 19. Uh-huh. I went back to sickness. Okay. And I got a double jaw surgery. Really? Okay. So they moved both of my jaws to... Align more, I mm. guess. Yeah. Is that is that something so, like as a result of the surgery, the like the facial surgery, or is it just something that? Because uh, I've never heard of that before. Like I, yeah, like I've never heard of it being as a result of Moldia syndrome. Like I never heard that it was like an, um, a thing related to it, basically. I think it is related to okay. it because uh, I heard people that had oh. it, but. Um, I went to my dentist and they thought it would be a good idea. Okay. So I'm looking for it. Yeah. Uh, I can imagine that. Would be like 19 years old and you got that surgery? Was that like a what, what sort of recovery time was that? Was that quite? Yeah. So it was like a six months recovery, okay. and I was in the hospital way longer than they told me I was going to be. Oh wow. Okay. So. Yeah. Because like when you get the jaw surgery you're on the liquid diet because you can't eat mm-hmm. anything. And I was already skinny to begin mm-hmm. with. So they wanted, me, they wanted to keep me in for longer because of my weight. But I didn't want to be there, so my mm-hmm. mom fought them to get me out. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> was that the only other sort of surgery that you had to have? Yeah, yeah that was the only other one that I got. It's still a lot, like, the, even just the two surgeries on your face and that, it's a lot of surgeries uh, to, to go through, especially at 19, that's quite, <laughs> quite a late, late Yeah, age, I know. Um, yeah. But th- that's, that's interesting, I never heard of that before, like, I heard of people that had, like, the 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 club foot, I've heard people getting surgeries on uh, some eye surgery, uh, I've heard yeah, of those but, things. Yeah. I never heard of the jaw surgery. That's it's interesting, okay. but it's another another thing to an, another thing that um, it's another effect, right? That people have, and it's uh, it's really the the because the purpose of the the like the podcast, the, like the reason why I created it was not just really for for Moldy syndrome, like and it was more so like because um, we all had stuff, right? Like we yeah. we can relate to each other a lot in the, in the sense of what we've been through, but. I think it's also good to like to to tell other people about this as well because this is you know it puts things in perspective a lot because people don't have 
still had difficult experiences. Um, so it's, it's good to share. I, I like to share mine. It took me t- some time to want to do that, but um, yeah. it's, it's, it's certainly certainly cool that to, to hear someone else with the same the same uh, sort of similar experience to mine at least. And is it something like like this is something I don't talk about it a lot, but like does, do you talk a lot about Mode syndrome to to like other people to like to sort of like make them aware of it or is it something you don't mention unless someone asks you about it? Yeah, to be honest I never talk about it. Okay. And no one ever asks anybody. No one asks. Okay. No. No, no I don't really no I yeah. don't. Because <laughs> yeah, some people are that because I, I I I had said previously one time like people have asked me out right and it, it it depends on which way you ask it whether it's kind of rude or not but some people do ask it out right and um it's not something I talk about a lot either as I said but um it's certainly something that's noticeable but mm-hmm. I think that I think that uh, a lot of uh, like this sort of stuff is more accepted now than it was before, I would say. And like, if you, like, if you go back like 10 years ago or even 15 years ago or something, like it would be sort of more of a, not a questionable thing, but people would be more inclined to ask it. But I feel that the the way the our generations are kind of going, it feels more like it's more accepted. And yeah. um, would you you'd agree with that? Yeah, no. Like, I think like 15 years ago, it would be more, people would be more judgmental, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we, we live in good times right now. Yeah, that's one thing we're fortunate for. I think yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's like everybody's much more oh, well. uh, yeah. aware and they're aware that they don't have to say, they, they don't, it's not something they have to mention because it's so, it sounds uh, kind of weird, but like it's almost like they are more accepting of like who you actually are. They don't look, they don't look at me and say, "Oh, like uh, that's a bit different." They're more like accepting of, uh, yeah. you know, your um, your kind of personality and what you're saying, as opposed to how you actually look yeah. at it. Look oh, at, look well, at. Okay. Yeah, For definitely. Sure. Yeah. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask you was like the. Um, do you feel that Mode syndrome or your any of your surgeries related to that has like restricted you in any way? I mean, like surgeries. No, but like, like, do you feel it's restricted you in terms of like what you can do and stuff? I think the surgeries helped, not declined it. They definitely okay. helped me a lot. But okay. the syndrome itself, I think, like yeah. Probably okay. because Since... like, if I didn't have this, yeah, I'd be doing something different. But oh, okay. Yeah. Do you feel that it's restricted you in the sense of like, kind of like making making new friends or or oh, uh, yourself? Because I know you mentioned that earlier. Like, was that? Do you feel that's like been a something that's taken you down? Like, that sort of yeah. held you back a little bit. Yeah, because of it, I have a lot of anxiety, and I wouldn't go talk to someone unless you have to. I'm working on it, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think if I didn't have it, I wouldn't have so much anxiety about talking to people. And yeah. that helps, like, an easier time making friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think that's something that you've... Sorry. Uh, is that something that you think that you've ever really thought about? Uh, like, is it something you've thought about, like, you that, that you could maybe try and, like, get help with that kind of thing? Or, or just something that you don't uh, really think about? Yeah, I think about it, but... Uh. Oh. <laughs> well, it's there. It's there enough. Uh, I was just, yeah. uh, I was just curious because for me, like, I, I did do like, um, I did do stuff to try and to get help with that kind of thing. Like, I went to, um, like some 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 therapy and yeah. talked yeah. about that stuff uh, at length. Like so much, <laughs> I've been going for like three years or something now. It's been a while. Yeah. But like the the reason I'm asking is because I I felt that I had to because I had to yeah. say like what you're saying to me I can relate with like everything that you're saying in the sense that it's difficult and you don't want to talk to people unless you have to mm-hmm. um, and like it's hard right it's not easy to to deal with it and I and I, I was I went since I've been going there like I feel a million times better. Uh, by doing it, so that, that's kind of like the reason why I was asking that. Yeah, no, I thought about it, but because she realized that, that I don't know. Yeah, no, and that's that's the other part, right? Is yeah. it's not it's not <laughs> like it's three, <laughs> so there's that side of it as well. But uh, yeah, so like, where where do you sort of? There's nothing like there's nothing, no other surgeries that you're gonna get, right? Um, like you don't have to get any other ones because, like, for me, it's like I've been checked up and it's been nothing needs to be done. I don't have to know, but I'm thinking about going to see my doctor and talking about him to get more done. So, okay, interesting. I, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Is, yeah, yeah, I guess it's uh, up to them, it's up to their opinion on what they yeah. think, right? So, you, um, was there any things in particular that you were thinking, or you just wanted to know your options from your doctor? I do want to know my options, and also my bottom lip is boggling me. Like I would like to, uh, because some obvious were born with a closed mouth, and some yep. were born with an open one. Mm-hmm. I was going for the open one, so I would like if it wasn't so open. If that makes sense. Got you, yeah. So more see what the options are in terms yeah. to make it more well, closed mouth, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's that's uh that's good that you can as as I guess if you go to the doctor they can they can figure that out. But it's interesting to know that like the 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 different effects that this has on people because I knew that like what I was saying was definitely not the not the only person that has the same feelings that you do. Uh, sure, you because a lot of the things that you just said are very relatable to me as well. Like in mm-hmm. uh, the surgeries and how you feel and how it affected you in school and how it affects you now as well. I mean, for me, uh, not I'm not really looking at any other options per se, yeah. like to change anything. Okay, uh, but. Um, I think it's great that you are, because if you want to, if you feel that you want to do something, uh, then it's all, it's, you should do it. Um, I wouldn't let anybody to sort of tell you any difference to do yeah, it. No, okay. Yeah. Like, you don't have to get anything done if you don't want to, but if it's yeah. going to help with your confidence, then. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly. If it makes you happy and you feel yeah, that you'd be more confident, that's, that's the main goal, right? Like, nobody yeah, can... Sure. Nobody can tell you what would make you happy. I think um, the the things I got done, like the 
is is enough for me. Like it's enough for, in terms of the surgeries are so long <laughs> yeah. and all of that. It's it's not. Yeah, but I think I think um, going forward, like I mean, I'm always open to like if I do hear about something, I would always be more open to sort of I would listen to it. Like if it was something that that I could get done, maybe I would. But um, honestly, not I can't think of anything that I would that I would want to to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think I think um, in terms of the the questions I had, so yeah, I think that was pretty much pretty much it. It's kind of hard to know like what your experience is and what uh, like what mine was if I've sort of missed anything but I think uh, honestly I, I really appreciate your time to come on and, and talk about yeah, this. Like it's been it's been great. I think I think there's something there that everybody can take away. I mean it's you know everyone has their own stuff which I've said probably a million times but everyone has their own thing and, and, and you know I think talking about it certainly does help. Um, and we're very, very yeah. lucky that we live in an environment, and sorry, in a, like a world today where people are more accepting because yeah, something like sure. Mobius syndrome is very evident when you first meet someone. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. thank you for having me. Okay. Well, thanks, Naomi. Have a great day. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Inside Out podcast. It was truly a pleasure to to sit down with Megan and uh, get a chance to know her better in terms of her, of course, as a person, but also her uh, troubles and also her experience with Mobius syndrome and how that affects her today. You can go and get all the episodes of the Inside Out podcast on anywhere platform any platform that the podcasters are available you can go to insideoutpodcast.com you can also send me a message on facebook and also you can shoot me an email with any questions or any any comments about the podcast you can just email me at sean that's s-e-a-n sean at insideoutpodcast.com